right? Death party. Pyrocat. And hello, everybody! Welcome to Death Party. This is our in-between episodes where we develop film together. Yeah. I'm Anya, and over there is Eric. Uh, that's me. Yeah, I'm right here. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. We've got a kind of a, a new developer that we're playing with here. What, what a... What is it, Vanya? It is Pyrocat. Ooh. And that's happening. That's meow, happening. Meow meow meow. We um <laughs> we're gonna get it we're gonna get right into it and we'll tell you about it along the way. Yes. I actually just opened my box and I'm pre-soaking. It says pre-soak for two minutes. I have some water at temp and I have two bottles in my hand. Okay. So Solution A and solution B. So which one comes first? <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be the A. The working solution for this is 1 plus 1 plus 100. And since we're both using 500 milliliters, that is 5 milliliters of A, 5 milliliters of B, and 500 milliliters of water. Perfect. I can do this. So here is my A. And you know, I don't know if you do this, but we probably should. When you add A, mix it. Mix it up a little bit. And then, well, your luck. Add B. I have my swizzle stick right here. Boom. Okay. Should I like rinse the dropper off before I stick it in B? I kind of feel like I should. I'm probably, do that. probably should. I use two separate syringes for this. That's probably smarter, but it I is. washed it off. I think it's okay. Okay. All right. So, so five of each. Yeah. Doing that. Why don't you put your developer in? Because you're doing HC. No, you are doing. HP5, which is nine minutes at this solution and temperature and all of that. And I'm doing FP4, mm -hmm. which is eight minutes. So you're going to start a minute before me. That sounds fabulous. Yeah. Let me just give it a little quick stir. And I'm going to dump out my pre-soak. Awesome. There we go. Ooh, it's black. It is, yes. Ooh, dangerous. There goes all of my pictures down the drain. I'm always worried that about that when that happens. <laughs> I'll be like, no, there they go. Okay, I'm going to pour okay. in my solution. Okay. And also start the timer. Okay, I'm starting the timer as well, just in case. So it's nice to have a backup. So I will start um, my developing in about a minute. But until okay. then, let me tell you a little bit about Pyrocat. I know almost nothing about it, so there's that. We wanted to try a new developer, and we've been really having a lot of fun with the Pyro developers, and those are the staining developers. And Pyrocat was the next one. And yep. what's funny about Pyrocat is that there's not a lot of hard data on it, it seems. Uh, it was invented by a fella named Sandy King. It was kind of made, I guess, for for uh, to, to kind of mimic PMK, but to use it uh, with making different kinds of prints. And it was for kind of a large format and rotary tanks. So it's very a very specific developer. Okay. Um, and there's like some technical aspects of it, and we're not going to really get into that, like the chemicals that it uses and the two different developers, developing agents that it uses. We're not going to really be bothered too much by that because we just want to develop some film. I'm going to add my developer now. All right. So I just agitated, by the way, if okay. anybody wanted to know what the method is. It's 30 seconds the first minute, and then after that, it's 10 seconds every minute. Yes. So one thing I noticed 
about Pyrocat is that there's there's a lot of different experimental dilutions with this. The one plus one to to a hundred is kind of the the working solution, but a lot of people do a lot of different things with it, and it seems to be sort of a kind of a playground for for different developing and probably a lot of placebic action going on. I kind of noticed in, in some of the writings that people were maybe seeing things that weren't really there or, you know, maybe getting the best, maybe stretching, stretching the truth or exaggerating or kind of seeing what they wanted to see. But that happens a lot. Oh God, that happens a lot in photography. There's a lot of pyro uh, developers. There's actually like a whole cookbook of different, um, methods and develop you know different yes. ways to develop it and all sorts of stuff yeah so. well i guess the main reason that sandy king was was doing pyrocat it was sort of kind of a building on pmk he wanted the the, the staining in pmk which is really nice he wanted to get that a little more even but he also wanted it to be a little less yellow because he felt that it inhibited the blue and magenta when printing. So this is printing black and white, but you know, the, the colors in the negative, he wanted to um, have maybe a, more, a fuller range. Okay, that on, makes sense. Yeah, on graded paper, I guess. And again, I don't do a lot of printing, so I'm not sure exactly what that means, but the, the yellow stain essentially, he writes, adds uh, more density to the negative and boosts the contrast. And when printing on variable contrast paper, the yellow stain actually reduced contrast, particularly in the high values. And if you want that, PMK is great. But since Pyrocat stain is brown, and I've actually developed with this a few times before, and I really like Pyrocat staining. It's pretty much useless to me as far as scanning goes, but it's a very beautiful color. Well, I plan on drying these out and doing hopefully some contact prints if they came out. I shot these today, so... Okay. We'll see. Well, if, if you're doing it on variable contrast paper, <laughs> it should look like PMK on, uh, also on variable contrast uh, paper. It should look like mm -hmm. PMK. I don't print, I don't do like alternative processes or anything like that. I'm pretty simple, but I do like the effects that this has. And I think it was recommended to us by Leland Buck, wasn't it? I think so. It's processing FP4 and HP5, I think, in Pyrocat. And so that was what kind of set us on our path for this. I'm pulling my HP5. Yes. Uh, so I'm shooting it at 200 because if I shot it at 400, it was like a 19-minute development. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing with this. I don't know if it's if it's PyroCat in general or people are or people are just really stretching the boundaries of of developers here. But it seems like there's a ton of different times and a ton, ton of different temperatures, especially in mm -hmm. Pyrocat. So people are developing this at 70 degrees, 80 degrees, and getting not maybe not wildly different results, though maybe, I don't really know, but they're getting wildly different times. And that's, I mean, it makes sense. We do kind of introductions to developers here, and so spending a ton of time in a lab, like, doing like a process and then looking at the results with the, the densometer. It's not really what we're doing, but some people have done it. And I think that messing with uh, solution B is probably, I guess, the way that a lot of people do that. Like doubling that creates maybe a faster development with more uh, tonal density. Well, that kind of makes sense because I think that the um, 
PMK formula, you do, it's five, I mean, if you're doing 500 milliliters, it's five mil of solution A and 10 of solution B. Yeah. Yeah. That will like boost contrast or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So lots of things you can do with this developer. I'm, I, I think I would, if I'm going to use it again, and I'm not sure I'll keep using it, but I, I do like it for FP4, and I do shoot a lot of FP4. So maybe this will be my go-to for that. Yeah, well, it's kind of nice. So it comes in, um, well, at least for what what I got is the photographer's formulary. Yeah. Um, so they're just small little bottles that are separated, so then you just mix as you develop, which is really nice. Yes, yeah, it works kind of like if Rodinol had uh, two pieces to put together rather than one, or HC-110. It's, or it's, it's a lot like PMK. You know, it's, I think most developers in this range use those two different solutions, and you put them together into one, and you mix it together. Yeah. I mean, I really like it this way. It just makes sense. Yeah. I remember, you know, getting, oh, I don't know, like X-Tall or something, and then <laughs> having to mix a whole gallon <laughs> Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. I would not, I don't think I'm going to do that ever again. No. We, we, Unless we have to do it for Dev Party. <laughs> at some point we'll do Xtol for Dev Party. And I used it for a while and I really liked it with, um, actually I liked it with Tasma Micrat 300 quite a lot. Ooh. And I shot Ooh. maybe about a thousand feet of that. I loved it in that. So, you know, maybe, maybe that, but I don't really shoot a lot of 35 anymore. So... I can't think of a good reason for me to want to use Xtol. But, you know, maybe we will. Who knows? I have some. I've had it for a few years. It's just not something I'm going to be using. So we've got mm-hmm. about a minute left, a little less. Yes. Um, one of the other kind of interesting things that you can do with this that I haven't seen any other pyro developers being used for is semi-stand developing. And that's when you take a, a, a low dilution and you kind of stretch it out, stretch its developing time out for, usually it's an hour. I think here it's, I think they've given a 40 minutes or something like that. And you Mm -hmm. agitate it once in between all of that. And that'd be kind of fun to try. I haven't done, I I haven't done uh, stand development in a long ass time. But you know what? We're ready to pour out. So why don't we pour out our chems? Okay. And we will do a stop. And with this, it's a water stop. And we will be right back since we're going to be making some noise. See you soon. After these messages, we'll be right back. Twas a bit before Christmas and all through the house, nothing was stirring, not even a... I ran to the kitchen. What could it be? Christmas crunch from the cabin to me. This crunch is special to make breakfast merry. It's loaded with yummy red and green crunch berries. Very sweet. Delicious. But it's only here till Christmas. Christmas crunch is a merry part of this balanced breakfast. Now Captain Crunch has every kid on his Christmas list. Wow. One secret present on each box of Christmas Crunch from the Captain to you. Merry Christmas! Well, welcome back. We are finished stopping and we are going to yes. start fixing. Yay! And we'll talk a little bit about Alright, start fixing. We'll talk a little bit about what we shot. Well you will anyway. I don't remember. Yeah, what happened? You're well, so organized usually. Well, I have Okay, let's Yeah. Let's start with this. What camera did you use? Well, I used the Graflex RB Series B. It's a 2x3 camera. Okay. And what was the name you were trying to give it? 
I was trying to give it that we so we have an RB already. That's the Mamiya RB67. And we call it the RB. And so th- since this is also named the RB, we can't call it that. So I was trying to give it like the G23, but that just sounds too high tech. This is like a little box with with a uh, bellows lens in it and SLR. It's a really fun little camera. We'll, maybe we'll post some pictures of it. We both have yes. one. We both really, really like them. And we're trying to think of a name. And so I guess we're, maybe we're sticking with a Series B, even though once if we if we wind up with a different Series B somewhere, we'll have to figure that out. Yeah, yeah. The G two three kind of sounds like a like a Mitsubishi like sports car. It does. Yeah, yeah. So no, we weren't. We're recalling it that. But regardless, I shot these the day before Thanksgiving, and I don't remember shooting that day at all weird <laughs> yeah what did you shoot and where and all that jazz i shot with my um graphlex pacemaker so it's four by five sheets of hp5 okay i shot them at 200 and i went down to the beach today because some swell is coming in it was it was beautiful it was very glassy no wind so uh, smooth waters and just big walls of water kind of coming in, not a lot of shape. Nice. But it looked like a good opportunity to kind of get like a little bit of a dramatic ocean. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to get this stupid cone. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. So I went down to like El Porto. So if anybody knows like Southern California, El Porto is like kind of a surf beach. It's basically like it's so ridiculous. There's just so many people down there constantly. Mm-hmm. Because it's a little bit bigger than normal, there wasn't that many surfers out. I was actually surprised. Yeah. There was people on the beach because it's a beautiful day today. It's very nice outside. Uh, so I found a little spot and was trying to get this cone that was in the sand. Okay. And I set up my tripod and my camera and I metered and I decided what settings and got everything focused and a lady and her son came and sat in my shot (laughs) and then like it was it was actually really cute like he was like chase me around so she was like chasing him around trying to catch him which is great but I was just like out of every spot on the beach you're you're sitting i mean do you not see this camera like and you sit right in front of me it was insane um i ended up taking the shot anyways because you know what maybe that was maybe that's what makes the shot that memory of those people in my in my shot well it's what you're talking about now yep it sure is so then i took a couple other um shots Kind of facing north with, mm-hmm. I was kind of waiting for an airplane to come by. I was, I was kind of waiting for like that, per, I don't know, I'm sure people do this all the time. You're waiting for that perfect moment. And this was a plane in the sky, um, some of the set waves coming in and cresting, right? Yeah. And then no jogger or biker in the way blocking the view on okay. the bike path at yeah. the same time. So getting those three things to work together was, uh, you know, it took some time. I was trying to be patient. Did it happen? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. There was one where I was like, oh, this waves isn't as big as the one before, but I took it and I took it twice because I really wanted to, to get it. Yeah. I don't know if I got it, but I will. I, I mean, 
I'm hoping I got something. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, nice. I, I, like I said, have no idea what I have on mine, and I'm about to find out. We um, are done fixing in about five seconds, I guess. Nice. And for fixing, I mean, look, it's not an exact science with fixing. So we fix for about five minutes, and uh, they do suggest fixing with about five minutes for about for, for uh, about five minutes, and they do suggest an alkali mixer. No, fixer, not a mixer. Do not drink this. And we are using TF four, right? We're both using that. Yep, TF four. Okay. TF four. So I'm pouring out my fixer, and uh, should we take another little break and come right back? Sure. All right. Yeah, let's wash. After these messages, we'll be right back. Get a video camera for Christmas. Get a color TV, video recorder, big screen TV, portable TV. Get it all on sale now during Crazy Eddie's greatest Christmas sale ever. Remember, we are not undersold. We will not be undersold. We cannot be undersold. And we mean it. Go to Crazy Eddie now and get a video recorder, color TV, video camera, anything and everything in TV and video. Get it now during Crazy Eddie's greatest Christmas sale ever. You try to do a commercial like this. Crazy Eddie's prices are insane. Okay, coming back. All right. All right, we are almost done washing here. Yeah, moment yeah. of truth. Moment of truth. I really want to know what you shot. I'm very interested. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that it's probably from Thanksgiving and I just had the wrong date on it. Maybe. So if uh, you're familiar with PMK, you might notice that we are not putting the film back into the developer like you do with PMK. True. Because as far as I can tell, PMK is the only <laughs> is the only developer that you do that to, and that is honestly that's really fun, and that's it is. I like it. Yeah, it's almost a selling point for PMK for me, even though it, I mean I've used this, even though PyroCat kind of bypasses that, gives a better stain, and mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about the blotchiness that can sometimes happen with PMK. Mm-hmm. It, there is just something fun about doing that. Think so yeah so are you pulling your negatives or should i you do yours first perfect all right i'll pull them out i i definitely have images i've got oh what is this <laughs> oh yay barbershop okay this was when i i took a little stroll around my neighborhood <laughs> Oh, did you have your arms, like, behind your back and one arm was holding the other? It was. And you kind of shuffled along? Yeah, I totally <laughs> did. Now, it looks like I started the roll at um, that dairy farm on the old insane asylum. And I'm sorry for using those words, but that's, that's just what it was. Uh, okay. And there's a railroad tracks uh, bridge here, road bridge here. I have my mailbox. So I, an old nice. car. It looks like I... I probably shot that a little too low, but it was very dark when I took this walk, so I'm surprised anything turned out at all. So, yes, this was pre-Thanksgiving. Okay. How about yours? I am pulling them out, and I see the brown stain. I like it. Yeah, it looks very nice. It's very brown. On HP5. Yeah, mine isn't as... Mine's more pinkish. I don't know why, but I do like it I will say, because I'm not, like... I've been kind of keeping or savoring this H this HP five sheets because they're they're not cheap, yeah. and 
oh, it just feels so good. They're so like, <laughs> they're just weighted. They're thick, you know, they're not super thin. Yeah. <laughs> it's very nice. Um, so, so far I have zero light leaks. So that's, that's really nice. That is wonderful. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's always nice. The, the first thing I'm looking for is, all right. All right, did these work out for me? And it looks like they did. Um, I have zero light leaks. Um, nice. I was a little bit worried about the angle uh, because when I was shooting the strand, the the ocean was kind of... Uh, I wasn't shooting straight on, and I was yeah. wondering like how that horizon would look. And so far, it looks really good. I'm really happy with it. Oh, um, I think they all look... Well exposed. Uh -huh. I mean, I was kind of shooting very, it was super sunny. So yeah. it was a simple, I wasn't getting too technical or crazy with my settings, but right. um, God, it just, it feels so nice to pull out four sheets and not have any like development issues or light leaks. <laughs> that is amazing. That really is. That really yeah, they're is. They're really nice. They look good. I'm good. really happy with them. So I'm, awesome. yeah, uh, it's, it's exciting. I can't wait to scan them and they look wow. like they're going to be fun to do uh, some contact prints with and I'll, I'll share them with you guys and you know, you guys tell me what you think. It, w it was kind of weird, you know, shooting on a bike path and you know, it's COVID. I mean, I had my mask on and people had masks on, but a few people stopped and asked me about my camera and, and you know, I try to be polite and nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. We should always try to be polite and nice. At least try to. No, I'm like, beat it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Never. I'm always nice to everybody. Mm. Um, <laughs> except you. Well, <laughs> yeah. Kind of. So Aww. there's only so much we can tell from the negatives. Yeah. Yes. So why don't we fast forward into the future and Ooh, see okay. what future Eric and Vanya have to say about what they shot. Sure. Let's do it. Well, all right. Hey. We are now in the future looking at the results from our development of Pyrocat. I shot FP4. So let's take a look at these negatives. They are not as fun as the HP5 that I did uh, with it a couple of days before this, but there are some that are okay. There's some that I don't mind. <laughs> no, I really like these. Okay. Thank you. I mean, yes, your focus is maybe a little off, but I don't, I don't know. I'm zooming in. It's maybe not like super crispy, but they look really good. Well, it was very dark. I was walking around my neighborhood. I was metering it around an EV7, EV8, trying to shoot 100 ISO film, uh, literally after the sun went down. Not a great combination handheld in an, an old ass camera, but I do particularly like the train bridge yeah so that's in your neighborhood no that one's not that's in a place called lake watcom in uh, uh near bellingham washington okay yeah i took yeah, a trip it, up there it's really nice i do remember um i think you shot this for our tasma micrat or slow meow you were testing for iso oh maybe yeah. 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 You may be the only one who's seen that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're they're very rich in color. It's really beautiful. Uh they're moody. Yeah. I'm 
I'm into it. Okay. It looks good. Rich in color? Rich in shades of gray and black and white. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, it does have uh, that that wide array of tonal density that, that Pyrocat is supposed to give you. Uh, of course, I was working with some really dark conditions, and this is not an ideal role that I should be using for testing. But I did do some HP5 uh, large format, and I, I do like it for the most part. I don't usually like HP5, but I do like HP5 in this, which brings us to what you shot. <laughs> I have two pugs behind me, I just realized, and they're snoring. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's, it's okay. We've all heard worse. Maybe. Ugh. They're pretty gross. Ugh. Okay. It's okay. Well, yes. Um, so, surprise, I have a light leak in one of the holders. Yeah. Um, I didn't see it until I, it dried, and I was like, okay. And I know exactly what happened. Um, like I was explaining before, there was like people in my shot, and I was kind of waiting for them to move, and then they were just lingering. So, I decided to just let them be in frame and I took the shot. But what happened was I had pulled the slide out. Um, and so it's, it was just, I was waiting there for a while with it out and I didn't have a dark cloth over it. So I think I kind of made a big mistake there. And, well, yeah. Um, HP five is, is high speed. So yeah. yeah, I won't do that anymore. Um, the first image with the light leak, actually might be my favorite one i do like it yeah there's a lot going on it again this was a very bright day um so i need to kick these dogs out they're fine they're fine (laughs) okay it was a bright day um not as dark as yours not very uh contrasty no. Uh, there. I mean, there are good images. Mm-hmm. They're maybe a little b- on the boring side. <laughs> I I really like HP five with a yellow filter. And one of your shots, you do use a yellow filter. And that's yeah, the last I, I use shot. an orange oh, orange, orange filter. filter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there is some issues with it, and I think it's because you don't have the right size filter for it, and you're kind of holding it over. And I think that might. Yeah be that maybe i don't know possibly yeah there's some unevenness in the sky unfortunately yeah Yeah, but none of Uh, your other photos seem to really have that so i don't know if it's a developing issue yeah i'm not sure what that is i would love for someone to take a look at it and see if they could guess what the hell is happening (laughs) with my sky um because i was agitating um correctly i might have over agitated one of the minutes like instead of doing 10 seconds i did like 15 or 20 seconds okay but yeah you could see the gradient in the sky from the filter and that's why you should use a filter because yeah. <laughs> it is beautiful it is i think what's what's interesting about this developer is that i have four four by five shots that were developed in pyrocat at mm-hmm. one plus one plus ninety for seventeen minutes, and this was shooting it at four hundred. You have four shots of HP five shot at two hundred ISO, right? Mm-hmm. And you developed it at one plus one plus one hundred for nine minutes. It's you. 
this developer seems to have some really crazy variations going on depending on the dilution. And yeah. I would, I would think maybe depending on how it's agitated. And that's interesting. If you are looking to uh, like fine tune what you're doing, I guess, or like really experiment with it. I'm not yeah. sure this is for me. I think I need to give it another go. I, um, this is your second time developing with it? Second or third, yeah. Okay, yeah. I feel like I need to give it another go. Sure. And probably shoot more HP5 with it, but maybe do the long, the longer development yeah. and see if there's a difference. I mean, I'll probably get another sunny day, so yeah. I can get uh, similar conditions and retry it at 400 and see what happens. Yeah. And if anybody out there has used Pyrocat with well any any emulsion HP five or and anything, and you're getting really good results, really results results that you really enjoy, uh, let us know. It's a it's a weird little developer that not a lot of people are using, but it has a kind of a cult following. So if mm-hmm. you're out there, I know Leland Buck is out there, and let us know what you're doing. But <laughs> I'm I'm I like it with HP five, but I can't. I can't justify buying a developer just for HP5 when I don't shoot a ton of it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I've been super happy with my PMK. Me too. Yeah. I really like PMK a lot. Of course, it's not really fair for me to just decide that I don't like this yet. It's a good photo. And these are sheets, so I can zoom in and see all kinds of fun stuff. That's, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's the joy of four by five. You can yeah, zoom in and look at all the all the fun stuff that you have going on in your frame. Uh, so these are not poor exposures, and maybe it's just because they were taken today. And I kind of I did this for dev party, so I was kind of like, all right, well, I guess I'll go take some pictures. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I- it was a nice day to mm-hmm. do it, but yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think I just need to. To continue, well, continue shooting with my Graflex and maybe see if the longer development's better or, you know, not not pulling it and having it at 400. There's definitely a lot of choices, not as many as a lot of the other developers, but there's a lot of choices on Massive Dev Chart that you can play with. Mm -hmm. It could be fun. I'm not sure it's for me, but maybe it's for you guys. I'll use the rest of my bottles and I'll probably never buy it again. But that's that's how developers work sometimes. <laughs> All right. Do you want to toss it back to the past? And thank you very much, Eric yes. and Vanya. That was nice to hear from you. It was. Oh, it's been too long. <laughs> Where did the time go? Oh, my goodness. They're growing up so fast, those crazy kids. <laughs> Uh, well i guess i mean there's not much we can do here than just uh clean up yeah so i guess i have one thing to add oh please i think that it's worth trying pyrocat i think that you should look up what film to use because and that would be honestly the only con uh there's not that many uh times for for the films but yeah so far what i see is really nice and if you're into doing pyro why not? Yeah. Give it a shot. Super think, simple. It was great. Exactly. We're, what we're doing is, and this is maybe the curse of Dev Party, is that we are <laughs> finding 
Each emulsion looks best in a different developer. Yes. <laughs> That's <laughs> annoying. It so, is. Uh, <laughs> but it is what it is, you know, and it isn't the most, like, if we, if I'm going to develop Fomapan and Rodanol, it's not the end of the world. It's not the worst <laughs> thing that's going to happen to me this year. So, no, no, not at all. But no. it is kind of nice to, it's like pairing a good wine, right? <laughs> I suppose it is. I don't know. And I like Boone's Farm, so. Okay. <laughs> So I guess it doesn't really matter, but it is really it it is kind of nice to have an opinion and um, choose a developer for you know have that already ahead of time. Like okay, I know what this is going to look like. This is what I want to achieve. Yeah, and uh, and then get that. That's great. Yes, what would be nice and what would make me so happy is to do a bunch of these different developers and different emulsions and all of that, and do a blind or double blind test and see which ones I actually like. Because that's how I came across Ultrafine, is I did yeah. a double blind test that somebody had up, and I, I looked at Ultrafine, like, I, whatever this is, I like this. Like, the grand structure, I like how it worked out. And mm-hmm. then I re- and it was revealed, like, oh, this is Ultrafine, the cheapest mm-hmm. film that exists. And I'm like, okay, that's it. Perfect. Okay, he for- is forgetting to mention that I actually told him about Ultrafine, but it's okay. Well, yes. Many, many people tell me about many, many emulsions. And yeah, you were probably the first person to talk to me about Ultrafine. But, you know, I needed that empirical evidence. Why not? <laughs> no, of course. He he liked to do your research. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Carl Sagan was the guy who said, extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. And, you know, you gave me an extraordinary claim that the cheapest film around is the best film. And I needed extraordinary evidence, and I found it. Or at least, you know, I found one piece of evidence, and that was fine enough for me. (laughs) It was cheap, so what was I going to complain about? So I think what we need to do is, like, because I know that some listeners uh, tried Ultrafine or have tried Ultrafine and really liked it. Yeah. So why don't you give the Ultrafine guys a message and say, hey, what's up with this film? Because we're tired of bugging them, and they keep saying they're going to make it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it is out in 120 and has been out in 120 since this past spring. So mm-hmm. uh, the official word is soon. Soon, Ultrafine will be back. And that is good to know that it will be back soon. But what soon means is really anybody's guess. So uh, just in case there is another problem, maybe send them a little encouraging note saying, hey, we can't wait for Ultrafine to come back. <laughs> Wouldn't hurt. No, wouldn't hurt. It certainly wouldn't make them not bring it back. So I guess that's it then. We we, we developed Ilford in in uh, Pyrocat and talked a lot about Ultrafine for some reason. I mean, it's technically from the same. It is. Is they're both Harmon? That is true. <laughs> well, I guess we'll call it then. All right, let's call it. Okay. Ring, ring. Thank you. God. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we will see you in De- on Dev Party in a couple of weeks. We'll see you next week for what will be our end of the year show. We're hesitant to call Uh-oh. it a Christmas special since it may not be Christmassy or special. So we will see you then. Thank you for listening. We love you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye bye. Bye.